get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up. Hey, pros pro. What's what's wrong with you? Huh? What's up? What, what, what show is coming up next? Puck and the Gas Man. Yeah, that's not what you said. That's not what you said. Do you have the tape? Can we replay that? I got that? you. I, got, I want to see if you're playing attention. What do you, what do you say? <laughs> Chuck and Puck Chuck and coming Puck. up next. Well, I can be Chuck you know. if you want. Jeez, Neil. What's wrong with you? You have a late night? I well, did, as a matter of fact. He's got a mechanical penis, so, I mean, obviously, <laughs> it's a late night for Neil Scott. Jeez, you're really climbing in the guy's grill over uh, this. I'm the guy who should be offended. No, it's that. that I'm not Do you miss home. Chuck? Are there days uh, where you long for the days of Chuck and Puck? So coming up on the show today, we've got uh, Chris Babcock's going to join can't tell if he's show. mad at me or Chuck. <laughs> uh, we've got James Paxson's on the show. We've got Ethan Posick on the show. we got a great show for you uh, today. How about the Los Marineros? How about Red the Mariners? Baseball I, team. I'll tell you what. Neil, I, you okay in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had an incident last night that kind of rammed home where we're at all of a sudden. What'd you, what'd first you time in a long time. I was just in an event last night. First time in a long time. People are checking their phones to get the Mariners score. Like during an event, like, hey, hey, did you see that? And showing, hey, look at this, look at this, it's exciting. What's going? People really all over it right now, and the, the excitement continues to build oh, with how great. this team plays. Uh, it's great. So we'll have James Paxson come up in the next segment. Uh, yeah, wasn't, you know, uh, wasn't terrific yesterday, but at the end of the day, what did he do? He gave up one run. I mean, he gave up nine hits, but he went seven innings again. Uh, so he was great. Uh, I mean, again, not great, but he was serviceable. And hell, if that's kind of a, well, he was kind of okay start yesterday. I'll take that. I'll take that every five days. Yeah, that's for crying I mean, out loud. Right. I mean, the standard, you get into awesome. the seventh inning and give up one run, that's great, mm-hmm. in my opinion. If yeah. you had to scatter nine hits or whatever, you know. It's, who was named Pitcher of the Month in May? Was it not him? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Was he named Pitcher of the Month yeah, by Major League I Baseball? So. I get it. You know, the other thing, I, I get a, I think you probably do too. Awesome. I'm, on, I'm on an MLB news feed where I get an email every morning with sure. the big stories of the day. I can't, I'm not sure if I remember the Mariners being the lead story on this feed. Oh, it's East it's Coast centric. Uh, obviously, but boy, the Mariners, yeah, what they did to the Astros last night, that's the lead story. Come on, Jackson, do we have any music? Crank it up. Oh, there it is. <laughs> There's an old trusty. Come on. You remember this one? Well, you know, this is back in the glory days. You know who brought this to the to the fore, don't you? Back in the glory days. You know who brought this in? Uh, I don't I have no idea. Your boy Alex Rodriguez oh, that's right. was a big right. Baja yeah. man. Oh, guy. here we go. Huh? Do you remember the Los Marineros is back to good old days right now? Yeah, the third best start in franchise history after 60 games. Know that? Know what, so what, Third so best start. Let me let me see. So it's got to be 2001, yep. I'm assuming. And then, God, what would be the other? Was the other year a non-playoff year? Uh, yes. So I'm going to guess like 2003. Uh, you already knew. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't yeah, know. you did. You I played didn't. the game. I, I, I didn't know. know. Is it, uh, I, I didn't know. 2003. Look, it's the first thing I've yeah, guessed yeah. right in ages on this show, so yes. give me a break. 2003. 40, they were uh, 2001 after 60 games. They were 47 and 13. Mm-hmm. 2003, 41 and 19. And right now, 38 and 22. The third best start in franchise history after 60 games. Mm-hmm. Huh? That's good stuff. Right I like there. seeing, see, you know, obviously Seeger. You know, Seeger's another that guy that if, if if he can get up to his, you know, whatever 
he's supposed to be doing, which is more than what he is doing now. He's another guy that almost is like an add-on. He's another guy you can talk uh, about how they've done this without necessarily so a great good. first 60 games from Kyle Seager. So good. The seager Oppa home run. They jump all over Dallas Keuchel yesterday in the first, uh, first inning, get four runs. Segura with just a mammoth home run. Good defense all around. Turned a couple of uh, double plays was good. And, uh, you know, for whatever – hey – you know, if you're in Houston right now, you're like, oh, so what? It's one game. In fact, we have a we have reaction from a Houston fan that we're going to get to later in the show. That's priceless, mm. priceless audio. Yes, because every every major league market, every team has got this guy. But you know what? You send a message a little bit. It's hey, it's and if you didn't send a message to the Astros, you send a message to yourselves. We can play with this team. Who cares if Keiko's like the fourth or fifth starter on the team? Yeah, we don't see Verlander, whatever. But you know what? They they won in an environment in a place that they just don't fare all that well. I wonder when the last right. time Houston went five and seven over twelve games. Uh, oh, I you know, let's continue to add to their misery. Yeah, as yeah, far as so, I'm concerned. Yeah. So since May 14th, this is the uh, the other great stats uh, coming out of the game yesterday. Since May 14th. Best record in Major League Baseball at 16-5. and five. The best ERA in Major League Baseball at 2.21. I keep saying Major League Baseball. I could just say MLB. Uh, best in MLB and WHIP at 0.99. So they lead uh, since May 14th. Wins, ERA, and WHIP in Major League Baseball. Do they give a WHIP award? They do. There's a WHIP award. It's coming up uh, later this month. They'll go down to uh, Pennsylvania's where they'll pick it up. Cool WHIP. Yeah. Why are you saying it that way? Cool WHIP. Cool WHIP. Cool WHIP. Oh, I love I love whip. Cool whip. <laughs> Thanks, Stewie. Uh, so just how, impressing all of, myself. Awesome. Paxton's been great the last eight starts. He's been great since the Eagle. What was that the second or third start of the year? I can't even remember. That's the only good thing that happened on that second first trip start? to Minnesota. Yeah, that was the second start of the year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Uh-huh. It landed on his it landed on his shoulder. But last eight starts, he's got a one seven five ERA, sixty seven strikeouts, and uh, a batting average against of one seventy seven. Your Mariners. What's his whip? His, uh, his whip. Ah, uh, his whip's real good. I bet it whip's is. Whip's real good. But uh, it's awesome. It's it's fun to watch. Good for them. Uh, they keep on going. And I'm going to tell you, we have to discuss this because I I looked at this email. Jackson, I got and, and and I got this same email this morning. And I'm reading this email and I'm like, ah, you know, that's kind of idiotic. But for a guy who didn't like it in the beginning, no, I didn't like it the the second they signed him. I'm like, ah. Okay, not bad. Uh, Bill Dahl from Redmond, Oregon. You know Bill Dahl from Redmond, Oregon? You remember Bill Dahl, don't you? Sure. Yeah. Bill Dahl says, I want you guys to start talking about this right now. And I, and so I told Bill, you know what, Bill? Damn. I'm going to, I'm going to bring it up for you because I think it's interesting. Now, do I necessarily believe in this? No, but I, this is great for sports talk radio. What I'm is in. it? It's time to start discussing trading Robinson Cano. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know what, Bill? You're damn right. It That's right. Fine. That's right. They can win without him. Sure. Get yeah. rid of him. There's going to be teams lining up to take that contract well, off their hands. Well, can you eat some of the money? You, yeah, well, of course you can eat some of the money. They can yeah. obviously win without the guy. Do they need? Do they look like they need Robinson Cano right now? They they don't. Okay. They don't. Why? Get rid of him. It would depend on what your long-term uh, thinking is. Get him out of town. He can't even help you in the postseason. Yeah. Ship him out. All right. Trade Cano starts today. But uh, yeah, Bill Dahl, I promised Bill we'd bring that up. That's Sports Talk Radio for you. They've won, what, 15 of 18? 14 of 17? Uh, let's, yeah. let's stir up a trade. Yeah, sure. let's, let's not just sit back and enjoy. Let's yeah, stir up I, a but trade. if someone gave you a picture, this is the serious topic now. Right. If someone gave you someone valuable mm-hmm. that you could use, and all you had to do was eat some of the money, why would you not make that deal? What Honestly. The, what are the odds of somebody giving you something valuable? I mean, well, you're eating the contract. 
Right, but I, but I, yeah, but I don't think I think you're overestimating what he might fetch on the open well, market right well, now. You never know. You never know. It's worth it's worth kicking the tires on. You think they'd do that? You think do I think already, the Mariners would do it? That they would that they would look around. Doesn't Depoto, doesn't sure. Depoto strike you as yes. somebody who's probably having yes. that kind of a yep. conversation? I think Jerry Depoto, almost all the time. I think Jerry Depoto's just like John Schneider. I yeah. think he listens to everything. If I was a ball player, I think I hate playing for a Jerry Depoto team because every time he walks through the clubhouse, you oh. think he's getting ready to unload me. These are the types of things you got to talk about when your team's thirty-eight and twenty-two and leading the American League West at two games. Let me ask you, what's Love the most it. impressive thing you saw in baseball last night? Though? Uh, well, the most. Oh well, this leads to our daily uh, poll question. Of course, yes. yes. Most impressive thing is uh, from our girl Gabby Demarco. Gabby Demarco, uh, who I think right now I would leave my wife for Gabby Demarco, <laughs> San Diego Padre fan who caught a uh, foul ball in her beer, craft beer. Uh, that was in Coors Light and chugged it immediately. And you got to see the video; it really is impressive. Oh, she stayed. You know, just wonderful. You know, could happen to anybody. I've seen people catch foul balls in nacho. You know, it can yeah. happen. She's got a beer. Bang! The foul but, ball lands right in the beer. Yeah. And she's sitting there, and she's toasting the crowd. Oh, it's great. And, and everybody's yelling, and she yeah. just knocks the whole thing let's back. Go to, let's go to Padres TV Network last night on the call. Hey, how about a fan? She caught that last foul ball with her beer. Yeah. <laughs> no bad hops there. Oh. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and she's letting it go. <laughs> yeah, takes it down. He downed it like a champ. It seems to be the norm now in Major League Baseball, right? Yeah. You get one in the beer and you got it. You got to chug it. She didn't really even hesitate, and she didn't really spill all that much. And I'm telling you, that was that was a craft beer. That that's those things are hard to chug. Yeah, and well, she took I, it down like a champ. I couldn't do that. Yeah. If you told me you never can come to a game again, I'd be like, well, then I'm never going to be able to come to a game. I couldn't chug a craft beer <laughs> at all. I mean, not at all. So it led us today to think about the things that we love. We, I love women who love sports, who yeah. are into sports. So it yeah. led us to our daily poll question today. Other things that a woman could do to impress a man at the ballpark. There's already people offended by the question because Twitter is where America goes to oh, find something to offend me. Geez. I want to be angry. Yeah. I don't want to have fun. Give that person a gift card. What's the best thing a woman can do to impress a man at the ballpark? We've got to explain the infield fly rule. <laughs> could Kaiser do that? <laughs> No, she could not do. I well, I don't know. I've never yeah. asked her. Yeah, you know, we're going to a game this uh, coming up uh, in a few weeks, so I'll ask her then. That's the leader right now. Chug a beer is second. Hates the sack bunt. That's uh, kind of a nouveau thing. That, that, that should that's, be it. You know, last decade or so, the sack bunt has fallen out of favor. Yeah. Uh, and won't question Diaz in a tie game. <laughs> won't look to you and go, why is Diaz in the game in a tie game in the ninth inning? Oh, love us. So you love can vote it. at Gasman two hundred six, or you can just be yeah. offended because. We oh, cannot have any kind of humor like right away now. days, Chris. Right? Is that casually ultra? I'm not going to have delete this, and I'll be mildly impressed. Yeah. All right, James it's... Paxton. He's a Canadian. He uh, is an eagle tamer, and he's the best pitcher on this baseball team. He will join us live uh, from Houston. Coming up next. Back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Everyone's, everyone's, take off your hat. I'm sorry. Take off your hat. Everyone stand up. We have to stand, okay. Yeah, we're standing. We're everyone standing. Everyone stand. Paxson stand. Hopefully he's standing as well. James Paxson joins us from Houston on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. James, are you standing? <laughs> I am now. There you go. Take off your hat if you're wearing a hat, James. Come on. Respect it. 
Back to but, process. There we go. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be something if James says, I am tired of all the Canada <laughs> stuff, okay? I'm from there. I love being from yeah. there, but knock it off with the Canada uh, stuff. Well, I mean, geez, I don't know. Well, well, then I need to scratch out every question I have for James Paxton. James Paxton joins us on the Superstar Beacon Plumbing Hotline. James, you know they say, stop freaking, call Beacon. Uh, you will get a free uh, pipe inspection uh, for uh, being able to uh, join us today here on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Uh, congratulations on the win last night. Uh, you guys are playing uh, unbelievable baseball right now. It's fun to watch. Oh man, it's fun to do. We're having a we're having a great time right now. What uh, and and I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of things, but in your mind. What has been working for you this year? You started out and you were okay. You weren't getting deep into games, and that's kind of a lot of starting pitchers in April. That's what you're trying to do is build up strength. But it, it, the last, I don't know, six weeks or so, it, it seems like you're a different guy. You've assumed a different level of, of fantastic proficiency. Is there anything that's happened other than just hard work? Is there something along the way that you'd credit? Uh, you know, hard work, um, and then just change my approach a little bit to how I'm uh, looking at lineups, um, trying to be more aggressive, you know, which I think is keeping my pitch count lower, which is allowing me to go deeper in games. Um, so that's been great. Zanino's done a really nice job behind the plate, you know, um, calling the games and uh, uh, mixing pitches. And we talk about kind of what the lineup's trying to do to me uh, between innings, and then we can kind of adjust our plan from there. And uh, it's been going really well. Now, do I have this right uh, in decisions? When, have you not? I want to make sure that I'm right here. Since the Eagle landed on you in Minnesota, after the start after that, have you not? Yeah, you're undefeated. You haven't lost the game <laughs> since then. I wanted to double-check that. How about that? we got to credit everything to this Eagle, James. It's unbelievable. You have not, since the Eagle landed on you in the second game at Minnesota, you have uh, not lost a single game. How about that? Yeah, how about that? That's, huh? uh, that's pretty amazing. How did you not it still rubbed off on me? I guess. Yeah, I think so. I think the eagle gave you some type of power that you don't even know that you possess right now. Dude. How did you not freak straight out when that happened? How did you not go running off the field in terror, which is what I would have done? And maybe you're just a, more of a man than I am. But how'd you pull that <laughs> off, man? I mean, that's an eagle landed on your shoulder. How on earth did you not lose it? I, you know, I really don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know how I did it, but I did it. Uh, for some reason, I was very calm looking back. I'm like, wow, how the heck did I do that? Um, but in the moment, I don't know if it's because I had like had my game face on. I was getting ready for the game. You know, that uh, I was just more calm than I would have been otherwise. But uh, for some reason, I was just... Uh, I was very calm. Well, frankly, I always uh, I've spent uh, many summers up in Canada on Vancouver Island. We growing up, we had a we had a cabin up there and a fishing cabin. I've always felt this about Canadians; they're much tougher than us. Oh they, yeah, oh, much tougher than Americans. <laughs> no and doubt. so, an eagle, James, an eagle's not going to scare you landing on your shoulder. You're, you've seen much worse than that. Yeah, I mean, it's not my first time seeing an eagle. You know, I've seen plenty. I've, plenty, I've seen plenty of eagles growing up too. You know, so that probably helped. If, if it was my first time seeing an eagle, I probably would have freaked out. Yeah, for sure. I know uh, you guys. Were, you were only there for about a day coming back through, but did you see uh, the eagle on your return trip to Minnesota? Did you see him again? Did Did you have like a, an emotional reunion? No, I looked around. Uh, <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> I didn't see him. No. Uh, what, uh, when, when a guy, when, and James Paxson's joining us here right now, uh, from Houston on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, we appreciate him stopping by after, uh, last night's game. 
what does when an offense puts together what they did in the first inning like they did for you yesterday, it, it does it change your mentality at all? Is it hard as a starting pitcher not to become a little bit complacent because oh my god, I've been given a I've been given a four nothing lead right now. Or 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 you're gonna say, No, I listen, I just gotta go concentrate shutting these guys down. Um but does it give you some added confidence going out there for that bottom of the first? I mean, I love it when our guys score runs. You know, I, I see what you're saying. Like sometimes, uh, I think pitchers you could you could get a little complacent and kind of get caught um, not going as hard, kind of taking your foot off the gas pedal. Um, but you know, luckily, or I've learned to not do that and uh, get the gas pedal on. Well, you have to against the Astros. I mean, they're that good that you have to bring everything you've got. You know, um, every every pitch and. Uh, I was able to do that last night, and the defense was fantastic last mm-hmm. night. They made some huge plays. Double plays were awesome last night. Got me, get, kept my pitch count low. Um, so that was great. And, uh, yeah, just playing really well as a team right now. James, uh, you, you're assuming, you know, a, a role that, that, you know, we use the word ace to describe it. You're, you, you're every night out now, I think, solidifying that. The guy who's had that role here for a decade uh, is, is, of course, Felix. How do you evaluate his last start? Because he's he's been scuffling a bit and trying to get deep into games, and all of a sudden, his last time out, he really delivered a gem of a performance. What what do you see with him right now? And 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 do you, you know, you're going to say you think it will continue? Why will it continue with Felix? You know, I think that he's been searching uh, so far this season, kind of trying to find those clicks that kind of make him feel good on the mound, like the ball's jumping out of his hand and, uh, you know, allowing him to get that sharp break on his changeup. And I think last game was the first time we've seen kind of that, that sharper movement on his pitches and kind of that, uh, that life in the zone. I think he's had a really hard time finding that life uh, this year. And uh, yes, it is only, you know, 90, um, sometimes 91, but there's a difference between like a lively 90, 91 and kind of just a, they call it like a dead fish 90. It's just kind of like <laughs> sitting in the zone without any kind of zip on it. Right. And uh, I think he finally found that uh, last uh, last outing. And so we're hoping that he can uh, that he can keep that going, and uh, that's going to allow him to have much more success. Uh, James, going back to the beginning of the season, before opening day, did and, and I don't know how much you were aware of this, but you know, listen in, in our in our field, sports talk radio, which is which is the debate of who who should have opened up on opening day, who should have been the starter. I know it was discussed with you guys, and Scott Service kind of let it go throughout you know spring training before he made his decision. For you, was it was. Were you ever uncomfortable with it because Felix was there and what he's meant to this organization uh, with that discussion, whether it was going to be you or him on opening day? Yeah, he's the king, you know. I mean, I've been here for, uh, what, four or five years now, and Felix is the man. You know, he is the Seattle Mariners, and uh, he's uh, there's there's something there. You know, he's he's been the guy for so long that uh, – I feel like until he says it's okay to uh, to take over, he's still he's still the king. You know, I mean, um, the stuff that he's done for this city and this team um, can't be easily forgotten. And I'm, I'm obviously that's the kind of thing that makes a show like ours roll. We can discuss mm-hmm. something like this for hours. Should it be James? Should it be Felix? 
Obviously, you'd love to be, you know, the opening day starter, but I'm going to assume it doesn't matter that much that in the big picture of things, as you say, you're you're fine with Felix until he says it's okay. It's not like it's going to ruin your day. No, and I mean, after the first little bit, it doesn't matter right? what, you know, order you pitch in. It's basically just the honor of pitching opening day, you know, and uh, I think that Felix still deserves, uh, you know, that honor after everything that he's done uh, for this team. Um, you know, and I'm still, I'm going to go out there right after him and try to do the exact same thing and, uh, give it everything I've got and help this team win just like he is. What's the, uh, you're, you're just anyone who's watched baseball for any amount of time and, and you don't even have to watch it for a number of years when they see you throw here this year, you, you just seem like you're throwing with so much more confidence, uh, this year than, than you were in the past. What, what has led to that, that added confidence, at least from, I guess, my perspective and maybe others. Um, I think just, I think last year really showed me that I can do it, you know, um, at a higher level, um, had a, had a good year last year when I was healthy and, uh, I felt like that really showed me what I was capable of. And so now this year, knowing what I was able to do last year, um, my focus is staying healthy so that I can continue to do what I did last year for an entire season. Uh, Mel Stottlemyre Jr. impresses me with what he does with you guys. We've had him on. I've talked to him a lot of times. He's, he's a really sharp guy. What, in your mind, makes him a good pitching coach? What is it that he does that, that connects with you guys? Well, he's just, uh, yeah, he uses his eyes so well. Um, he can see mechanical stuff. He can see um, how a team's approaching uh, each pitcher. Um, and he's just, he's good at uh looking at what hitters are trying to do against us and what their swings are and breaking it down. Um, he's not so much a numbers guy. He's a baseball guy, you know, and I think that really resonates well with, uh, with the pitchers on our staff and, um, and we like it a lot. And he's, he's been fantastic for, for a lot of guys in this team. Do you ever say to him, Hey Mel, I, I know you're an American. I know you like fishing, but, but let the Canadians do all the fishing. Let, <laughs> let it, because we really understand this more than anyone else. So when he starts talking fishing, James, you just quietly remind him that like hockey, this is our pastime. It'll probably start a fight. He's very uh, passionate about his fishing and, uh, I've been fishing with him and, uh, it's a lot of fun. I I really enjoy uh, fishing. So, I mean, do you try to impress the boss when you go fishing, or do you make sure he catches the biggest? Oh, how do you handle that? Yeah, how do you handle when if you're out on the river yeah. with Mel and he's not having a good day? How do you handle that? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but uh, I did go fishing at his fundraiser. I caught the most fish. Of course, yeah. you did at the tournament. And like yeah. any good, and James will know this, and, and having spent years up in, in the summers of my youth fishing with Canadians, what they'll do though is. Gas, you'll find this out, and I'm sure you fished with a couple of Canadians. That 10-pound spring, mm-hmm. that, fi- that eventually in about a month, mm-hmm. or actually later in the day, you'll catch it at 4 in the morning. By 3 o'clock in the afternoon over beers, that 10-pounder, that's become a 25-pound sure. spring. yeah, everybody that, knows that's that. That's what they do. There's, <laughs> always, there's an inflation with the pounds and how big the fish is with Canadians. Yeah, It always gets bigger. Yeah. I think that crosses all lines, that's James. I never true. met a fisherman who didn't want to exaggerate a wee bit on what he caught. <laughs> Yeah, the chart is time and pounds. As they both, you know, as they go on, it goes up. Can you can you do us a favor? Now we have since uh, this is all going back to last year. Now you can say no because uh, I like it and that's fine, and we'll move on. Uh, but for years before 
the the uh, the your baseball team, the team that pays you, the right to a check. So I totally get it. Before they gave you the uh, the nickname, they got you the Big Maple, right? We yep. uh, we actually came up. I thought with a better nickname, Maple Jim. We're gonna uh, right <laughs> now here. We'll we'll ask you which one do you prefer? And listen, the Mariners aren't. They're not paying attention right now. They're all on the road. If someone came to you right now and said Maple Jim or Big Maple, what which one do you like, James? Well, got to be honest with you. I think it's probably Big Maple. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry okay. Crush your dreams. Ah. Well, that was one of the things we were hoping for. We were we were, we were, hold, we were holding out luck. Hey, you know, one of the things I love about the the Maple Grove thing is, is that it's just completely organic. The M's haven't over organized that. They've let that just kind of grow on its own, uh, and it's. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine how cool it is for you to, to to have those those people just so dedicated to every one of your starts. That must be a really neat feeling. It is super cool, you know, for those people to do all that stuff. And I think it was my last uh, start. Yeah, my last start at home. Um, they had the uh, congratulations on the 500th, you know, mm-hmm. career strikeout. They had that all ready to go. It's just really uh, really cool to see how into it they are. And kind of, um, you know, just the detail um, is is really amazing. Did you uh, you see any baseball highlights last night? Are you like a baseball sports junkie that when your game's over, you go home and watch highlights of other games and flip on Sports Center, flip on the MLB Network, and watch stuff? Um, I do sometimes. Yeah, um, not all the time. I did see some highlights last night, um, but I don't see highlights. Did you all see the time. woman in San Diego catch the foul ball in her beer and chug it? I did. Oh. My buddy actually sent me that. Isn't that uh, he glorious? Took a gift of it and sent it to me. Isn't that glorious? Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, she took that <laughs> down in like two seconds, and that was like that looked like it was good beer. That wasn't like cheap beer. And so you know, you know that's well, you know, that, it probably costed like eighteen bucks. Well, that's right. true, James. Right. It, it is very expensive at the ballpark. Could you talk to somebody over there, maybe Kevin Martinez at Safeco, and and ask them, hey, in honor of Canada and me, we're going to lower beer prices for a night. Could you do that for us? Hey, maybe if you do like half price beers some night or something oh, like that and get some Molson Canadian in there. Yeah, that'd be great. With I, Paul Mall. As much as I like cheap beer, I'm gonna counsel you, James, that I think that, that you know, they're they're gonna look at you and go, Well, maybe we'll do half price pay James Paxton night. No, no, on, no, we don't do that. <laughs> on the night we do half price beer. <laughs> hey, what do, what do you uh, uh how much interest or enthusiasm uh, or how much have you followed the uh, the effort to bring the National Hockey oh, League here? Yes. I've followed it a little bit. I think it'd be great for uh, Seattle to get a hockey team. I'd love to, you know, have hockey to go watch. It's a little closer uh, than the Canucks, and uh, you know, I'd still be a Canucks fan. I'm not mm. gonna, I'm not gonna give up on that. But uh, I would definitely go watch some hockey because I love watching live hockey. Okay, can you uh, in in uh, 20 seconds or less? Can you explain icing to me? Really? Icing? Yeah. Uh, isn't when it crosses. Uh, so many lines or something like that. I forget what. The I know, James. You're lines. Canadian. I think you. I thought you guys were born with the knowledge what icing is. No, not me. <laughs> I was born into a baseball family. It's what, it's what goes on a cake, right? <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So you're going to still be a Canucks fan. All right. Well, that's that's fair. I, I get it. It's that's acceptable. It's, yeah, absolutely. Well, it was yeah. uh, it was amazing. Uh, you guys have been on an amazing run uh, for all of us who have been around here for. For years, and you, you know, you grew up, you knowing the Mariners and the history. It's been a long time uh, for the postseason. Uh, hopefully, you guys keep it up. You are sixteen games over five hundred. I don't know if you guys, you guys probably don't know this, but you're off to the third best start after sixty games in franchise history uh, at thirty-eight and twenty-two. That's pretty cool. 
That is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, keep it up. We we'd love to see you guys in the postseason. Uh, get them today. Uh, get the sweep of the hated Houston Astros, and then uh, continue that road trip in Tampa. And we'll see you guys when you come back home to Safeco. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. There he is, uh, James, James Paxton. Uh, joining us on the star-studded Beacon Plumbing Hotline. We'll get that free inspection out to them from Beacon Plumbing because they say it's not free can call Beacon. And that's the, who doesn't want a free pipe inspection, I think, is what you offered him. And I'm, yeah. if I'm, I'm I'll take bet, a free pipe inspection. I bet James is like, okay, well, I bet he's asking Jackson right now, hey, how do I get that free uh, pipe inspection they were talking about? I, I thought when – well, this will have to bring this up with Furness and Crosstalk. I thought every Canadian, when they were born – the, the the doctor immediately explains what icing is, and then you go along your way. It was stunning to hear him not you know not be able disappointing because it's pretty. It's a, you know it, huh? Can you explain? Uh, it? No, no, I really don't. Just the podcast across the blue, the podcast across the blue line ahead I, of the attacking team. This is why I ask everybody when they come on. It would make know. it would make soccer a hell of a lot uh, easier to. Uh, uh, it would make offside in soccer a lot easier to understand if they had a line. Soccer, the line moves all the time, which makes it crazy. It, it drives fans nuts because they're like, wait a minute, that wasn't offside. Oh, that is offside. I understand. Hockey, but they've got, they keep it permanent, and so it's a little easier to understand. I understand, but disappointed. I, I really wanted, oh, yeah, Ma- I really I wanted Maple Jim. Mm-hmm. I really oh. wanted him to say that oh, I prefer Maple Jim. Yeah, but you knew he was going to be Big know, Maple. Big and don't maple. have him going into DePoto De saying, I want half price beer night. I mean, yeah. That's just a sure way to that get him into trouble. Great, what if he would? We can't pull it off. That's, but he could pull it off. Hey, yeah. you know what we should do? Half price beer night. What is Martinez going to look at James Paxson and tell him no? He'll tell us no. Yeah, but, uh, well, yeah, okay. All right, James. Yeah. Roll it up the hill for us. Just, it's, Good it's, luck. There's never a dumb question, right? Didn't they always tell you that in school? How about half-price beer when you catch a foul ball in your cup? That's fine. That's perfect. Um, All right. When we come back, not everybody was happy. And there was a Houston Astros fan that had enough after last night's game. Had had it added up to here, and specifically with our catcher, Mike Zanino. The Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. All right, welcome back to the radio show. Puck and Gas from the Carter Volkswagen studio. It is I'm Offended Wednesday. Welcome back to the uh, show. Everyone's got to be offended today. Our poll question is up. Thanks to our girl, Gabby DeMarco down in San Diego. If you've missed the video, uh, it's up everywhere. Across the internet. It's our poll question today. What's the best thing a woman can do to impress a man at the ballpark? Explain the infield fly rule. Chug a beer. Hates the sack bun. Won't question Eddie Diaz in a tie game. A great voting so far. Chug a beer winning at 42% right now. And, and and for the record, you know, the context of what oh, this woman yeah, did last night. You can't explain I, it to these people. I, I, you I, can't explain it to them. I would be impressed with guys who could do that you, too. Okay? You, you, can't, you can't explain it to a, a, a Wednesday. I'm, I'm offended Wednesday. You it's can't all, yeah. explain it to these people because now, it's, it's men and women It's right. on an offended Wednesday. Yeah, and, and, and now Mr. Kittens has contacted yeah. us. And kind of in the spirit of what we were looking for here. I'm we not... think a woman chugging a beer when a ball falls into into her, her glass is kind of fun. Now, if you I... think that's is sexist and chauvinistic, then okay. I think it was fun if it happened to a guy. I told you this story, what cemented my love on my first date with my wife. The right. very first right. date. Mm-hmm. I take her to a to a to a Sonics game. Mm-hmm. We go over remember Mr. Lucky's. Mr. Lucky's <laughs> Graz's home turf. Where we never had to pay for a drink. And I'm um, stunned why he went out of business. I, I never understood why they didn't make it either with the amount of free booze that was getting blown we out would, the back door of that sit, joint. Remember that we would sit at the end of the bar? Yeah, the oh yeah. Yeah. With uh, uh what was his name? KK? Yeah. <laughs> 
Was, uh, just, so I'm sitting there with my, uh, well, soon to be beautiful wife. Not even girlfriend. It's your first yet. date. First she doesn't date. even know you. You're, you're and, not even and, getting and handsy. We're going to go. No, no, not, no, no. God, no. That was months. <laughs> months. And uh, we're sit, I see our good friend, uh, poll tracker. Matt Muller. Matt Muller. Longtime producer We've of the show. We retired that, but at that time he was poll tracker. Yes. I see him over there, and I'm like, hey, Matt, how you doing? And uh, and he and uh, he's finishing his beer and his burgers and fries and he's done and he kind of pushes his plate off side and there's fries in there, and my beautiful wife first date goes uh, leans over as she's pounding a beer, and and that was the first sign that I knew this was going to go well. Not she didn't order wine, she didn't order like a, a vodka soda. She goes, oh, I'll take a beer, yeah. and then and then leans over to pull truck and goes, you going to finish those fries? He's <laughs> like, no. She's like, good, and just starts eating them. I go. I, I swear to you, I kind of looked off. You fell in the, love at that moment, yes, didn't you? I'm not kidding you. I looked off the distance. I go, I've met her. I met her right now. You, really? Is that right? I swear That to is God. funny. That is funny like, as hell. Like, when that cements it for you, I, I just kind of looked away, and I'm like, yep, yeah. she's the one. Well, I got, I've got a very yeah. similar story here from Mr. Kittens, who oh, responded online. This is a hell of a story, because this is the type of thing Renee could do for me, because I'm helpless at the ballpark. Like, if a ball's coming at us... <laughs> All I do is yell, look out. I mean, and, that's and all I do. I will jump out yeah. of the way. Mr. Kitten says, my wife, who is the athlete of this duo, <laughs> saved my face and the nacho platter I was inhaling from a foul ball a few years ago. She caught the ball barehanded, split the webbing on her hand, got the give that fan a gold glove announcement, <laughs> bled all over the ball, begrudgingly left to go to the med station after an usher appeared and saw the blood, came back a few innings later with a couple butterfly stitches, a bloody ball, and wanted to know what she'd missed. <laughs> All while I finished my nachos and had another beer. Oh, God. And he's got a hashtag best wife. I agree with that. Oh, That's a I, hell of a wife right there, and Mr. I'm going to tell you, Gabby DeMarco, the Padres fan, has now been an internet sensation. It's a huge it's, story. Now, yeah. I don't think she's on Twitter. Now, we found her on Instagram. But the amount of guys that are, like, asking her out on a date is insane. I think, mm-hmm. though, she is she is taken. She has a boyfriend, it appears. But uh, she has become a sensation. Yeah. She's, Every, everyone, it's everywhere. Yeah. She, Everyone loves Gabby. Tomorrow. She was so into it, laughing oh, and just and, and toasting the whole crowd. Ball falls right in, ball falls right in your beer. She doesn't. She kind of hesitates for a second. She's getting egged on by her friends, yeah. and then proceeds to just chug a full beer. And I, that's craft. You can tell that is a craft beer. She's in San Diego, which makes great beer, especially at that ballpark. And there's no disrespect to a light beer, but it's easy to do with a light beer. You, you're drinking oh, yeah, a, yeah. an eight percent IPA, which that kind of looked like. Yeah. She took that down like that. Well, Very impressed. And, and it also appears that it wasn't her first beer of the night. No, 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 So, no. I, you know, i got to be honest. If I caught a foul ball oh. in my cup, I'm not sure I'd chug it. I'm not sure I... think I'd, you would. You think I would? You have to. It's like an unwritten rule. I, I know it's kind of an unwritten rule now. It's kind of, I, But I, I don't, I, I don't they, know. They would do it for you. you. You would do it. You'd want to impress everyone around you. Here's what would happen. You want to know what happened? But this you is like what, canned beer, so I don't know. That you wouldn't, I, I, you wouldn't I like fun. beer beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's what would happen. This is the kind of thing that happens to me, and she was good at I'd I'd start chugging it and then the ball would slip out. All the beer would yeah. fly all over my she was face. Perfect. Sims would be laughing yeah. at me on the telecast. She took she took that beer down like a pro, like yeah. she had done it before. I love the. There's a guy for the MLB Network who covers or for MLB.com who covers the Padres mm-hmm. and went and interviewed her. It was right. great. I mean, if, you know, this is this is the type of stuff the athletic should do. Yeah, right. Yeah. Stories like this. Yeah. This is what I want to know. And they ask her. They are talking to the friend, and the friend goes. Well, it's it doesn't matter if the ball 
landed in her beer or not, she was going to chug the thing anyway. Yeah, and right. Like, That's great. God, I love her. I'm, I'm sitting You know who I love? And I, I always kind of liked her is Amy Poehler. And one sure. night I'm doing the radio show and I look up on one of our TVs that was working at this point and, 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 and I say, oh my God, it's Amy Poehler. We had the Red Sox game on yeah. and it's Amy Poehler. So I, I, you know, we're in break. I turn it up and they're talking to her. They, they had just wrapped up. Uh, she's at, at Fenway Park. Yep. They had just wrapped up a season of Saturday Night Live. Okay. And I just think she's so funny. And, and she's sitting there she, and she's just she's drinking a beer while they're talking to her. And and I don't know exactly what the phrase was, but basically they said, "So what are you what are you going to do with your summer?" She goes, "Well, I'm going to come to a lot of games and get hammered." <laughs> it just it was it just the way she delivered, and it may not have been exactly what she said, but that was basically it. And it got it just like, "Oh man, right on!" Oh, that's awesome. That's right good. On. Good for good for Gabby. We've got some audio coming from uh, the uh, a one disgruntled Houston Astros fan. Let's save it because it's it's about. A couple minutes long. We probably won't have enough time to play it here, so we'll do it in the 11 o'clock hour. Coming up in the 11 o'clock hour, uh, we'll get back into the M's, a little game three. I have some interesting TV numbers about the, about the NBA slash NHL. Uh, both good, I think. Good news for both. Uh, Chris Babcock, former UW golfer, the, uh, the pride of Shoreline, the pride of uh, Shorewood High School. I believe it's Shorewood. Yeah, Shorewood High School. He is going to join us uh, at 1120. Why are you talking to a former UW golfer? Well, he just qualified for the U.S. Open down in Portland. Qualified with a 68-65. I love these kind of stories. Mm -hmm. I've kind of seen him on Twitter and, and social media. Seems like a fun guy. I, uh, like I all around good guy. Something I love about guy. I, I I tease all you guys, especially with the reverence of the Masters and everything. But the thing I love about the U.S. Open is yeah. that, in theory, you could qualify. Do you know who I, I could qualify? Do you know who just qualified last week for the U.S. Uh, senior? Open? No. The senior U.S. Open? Who? F uh, John Smoltz. No kidding. John, Atlanta Braves pitcher John Smoltz qualified about for, the, that? for the men. Yeah, U.S. I'm not, senior Open. I, I love, and I mean, it's, it's the whole point of an open it's tournament. Awesome. It's I, great. I love that, 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 and th so these kind of stories are cool. You've got a handicap, you can play. Yeah. That, I, I, I'm with you. I love it, too. All right, so coming up in our 11 o'clock hour, we'll check in with Chris Babcock, former UW golfer who qualified uh, for the U.S. Open next week at Shinnecock. And then also, uh, not everyone is happy with the Mariners' win yesterday. Uh, one Astros fan really upset at Mike's and Neil.